BeastNet is brought to you by James Safety Services in partnership with OCR Bunny and OCR Strong. Here we discuss all things OCR and fitness related. Welcome to BeastNet. Hey everybody, it's Mike with BeastNet. On this episode, I have with me Ryan Nicholas. I'm Ryan. Um, ooh, that was loud. Um, <laughs> remind everyone um, who you are and then, um, you know, kind of why we, why we brought you on today. Yeah, I, I appreciate you having me back on again. Um, I know we talked um, a couple months ago after the summer death race was over. So um, I am uh, back because we're getting back into death race season. And um, you're gracious enough to let me come on and do my media challenge. Oh, yeah. Uh, those uh, familiar with the, the death race world know there's some media challenges out there. So I'm here to state my intent. I'm going to kind of do a two for one here. Um, I plan on tackling the uh, 2023 winter death race and i'm also going to give the 2023 summer death race another go um so probably bad life decisions but you know that's that's kind of what we do in this community right so it is i mean we wouldn't be having fun if we weren't making bad life decisions so that's right that's right kind of what we do so so when is the when is both of those races when's the winter death race uh, so the winter is coming up, uh, I think it's February 9th through 11th, if I remember correctly. And then the summer um, is the last week of June, um, rolls into kind of the 4th of July weekend. Um, so I'll, I'll kind of do a, a plug out there. If anybody's on the fence about about signing up, I think they're running a little discount uh, right now. So if you know you're thinking about it, um, be a good time to hop on there and, and give it a shot. So, um, you know, and part of the reason we have to come on here is kind of talk about why we do it, you know, and, and for me, I always kind of think about that as I go along, the the older I've gotten, um, (laughs) it's it's really more about the community for me now. Um, You know, when I was younger, it was always, you know, trying to get that medal or that, you know, get the patch or whatever it was to finish. And, Mm -hmm. and that's certainly the goal, you know, always the goal is to, is to finish. You never sign up to something uh, for something to not finish. Um, but really now just the friendships I've made at these events, um, yeah, that's kind of what keeps drawing me back and, and anybody that's been, uh, to Pittsfield, Vermont or any, or in that part of the country, um, yeah, there's just something kind of magical that kind of gets in your soul, kind of gets in your bones and, and keeps pulling you back every year. And so, um, that's one I always circle on the calendar. I always look forward to coming back. So. Yeah. And that's one thing I've had this conversation with a few people before about like the medals and stuff like that. And I mean, when you first start, it's all about getting the medals. It's like, you know, I have a wall downstairs in my gym that's just covered with medals that I've gotten from every race. But then what cracks me up, if you see like this year's medals, there's a pile on on the bottom of the wall that I haven't done anything with. It's just sitting there from like all the races I did this year. Cause I'm like sometime during, I think COVID, I came into my brain that the medals, don't mean a whole lot and i think what it was is the first spartan race i did right after covid that was vegas in like 2021 i think um where you like 30 you you could walk in 30 minutes before your time and then once you were done you left there was no right. community no nothing and i'm like this has nothing to do with the medals it has to do everything with community sure and people and i mean doing the death race i mean for mostly what the other people i've talked to at like the death race like you guys become you know in a lot a lot of these you know, people that do the race become like lifelong friends. Oh, sure. Yeah. It, it it's uh it's really like a second family that is really what it's like. And you, no matter where you go in the country, there, you know, you know somebody in that that region or you've got a story or um, you know, whether you finish it, don't finish it. If you just show up, you become a part of that community. Um, and you know, kind of that 
you know, bonding through the pain, I guess. And you're right. I think COVID really kind of flipped the switch for me too. Um, that, Hey, it's, it's the people, it's about the people. Um, you start seeing the same folks at the same events. Um, and I'm kind of like you, I found a bag of wedges from Spartan race that I didn't even know I had, you know, it used to be about getting all the trifectas and the, you know, and I was like, Oh man, I didn't know I had, you know, 15 or 20 wedges here in the bottom of my closet, you know? So, um, and so really just about being out there and being around those people now. And that, that's really what drives me, um, you know, no matter how bad the event's going to be, that that's, um, really what it's about. And it is, it's like this year, I, I was only going to do like three races. I was going to do the races, basically, um, San Antonio and Dallas. And that was it. I was just going to fly down to Texas. Cause mainly those that don't know my, my wife wants to move to Texas. So every race we've been doing is pretty much, we go to Texas so she can look at houses. But um, I was just going to do those three, but then it was like, all of a sudden I'm like, well, I want to see my people. So I'm not just going to go hang out at the Seattle race. So I've, I've got to do the race. And then we, we ended up not having to do a trip to Jersey for something else. So we're like, well, might as well go to Hawaii and visit our people in Hawaii <laughs> <laughs> right. and might as well, while I'm there, do a Spartan race, yes, you know, got to, right? <laughs> you know, I can't go there and visit my, you know, Ohana, you know, Spartan team over there without actually racing with them. So, I mean, it's just kind of, you know, and for me, like I said, it wasn't about doing the races in a lot of ways. It was just about hanging out with the people and doing it. Cause I was trying to take it somewhat easy. Cause my goal this year was the Ironman. Hmm. You know? So I didn't want to blow my body out before the Ironman but I still wanted to go see my people and do the races. So, I mean, I, I didn't push hard. I didn't do much at the Spartans. It was more just became party pace. We had fun. We walked, we did, you know, whatever we talked and had a blast, you know, but you know, someday I want to do the death races. So I know you did the the summer one and we've talked about that. So on the media challenge, what was the the media challenge that you had to do besides just, you know, getting on here and talking about it? You know, so really the, the, summer and the winter you know, we talk about why we why we want to do it and um you know and that and that's evolved you know again it used to be the personal challenge the physical challenge and the you know and that's still there you know i still like to challenge myself mentally physically um but again it's that that community um about you know why i enjoy doing it, why i keep going back you know that that's the question everybody always says why do you keep you know they see the gear list they hear about the crazy stuff you know that happens and you think why why do you want to do that and um I, you know for me, it's a chance to recharge the batteries almost, you know, you get out of the office, you get away from technology, you get out, you know, the wilderness. And um, I don't know, I think last year we were, uh, you know, one in the morning, we're doing, you know, some kind of crazy workout. And, um, you know, you had about a two minute break to hydrate. And, um, you know, you just look up and you see the moon over this mountain, you know, and the stars, and it's just quiet. Mm -hmm. and, and it doesn't matter how bad it sucks, you know, or how bad you're hurting you know, in that moment, it's just uh, kind of a peacefulness and a calmness, um, at least for me personally. So for me, it's, I guess it's kind of cheap therapy in a way. <laughs> so uh, that's, oh, yeah. that would bring it back. So that, that, you know, you know, living in Florida, obviously the summer death race is probably more of my alley than the winter death race. It's um, a little bit different element. Um, and, and so one of the parts on that winter death race was, um, you know, talking about how, how to avoid hypothermia, you know, which for me is, um, you know, it, it, it's, you know, 25 degrees here, we're closing down schools and the roads and everything. So, um, so it's definitely going to be a new experience. And, and that's part of what drew me to it also is that, Hey, it's way outside my comfort zone, you know, um, that, that is going to be, um, a big challenge just from, you know, having to research gear, 
you know, having to train with it, having to learn how to use it appropriately. Um, you know, my plan for, for hypothermia from what I can read is, you know, it's all about those small layers, you know, a lot of lighter layers that you can take on, take off, um, you know, regulate your body temperature. Um, you know, so, so kind of my plan is a lot of lighter, uh, multiple layers, um, you know, socks. I don't think you can have enough socks up there um, from, from what I've read. Uh, keeping your hands dry as best you can. Um, you know, hydration's key. You know, you wouldn't think so in a winter race, but hydration is a huge, huge thing. Um, I did get to run an ultra in Iceland, and, you know, it, it's crazy how fast you can get dehydrated. And so, um, it is. So when you're just, cold, you end up getting it's what is it called? It's cold diarrhea or something. I can never pronounce it, but it's right. basically when you're cold, you pee more. Yeah, it's yeah. make you actually dehydrate faster. And I mean, there's so many weird things. Like I said, I do, I teach first aid CPR and all that stuff. And some of the stuff I've learned, you know, cause I'm a, a safety professional in construction. So I do all the, you know, all the stuff where we're talking about working out in the cold and stuff like that. And some of the stuff I've learned, I'm like, Oh wow, cold diarrhea. So, you know, it's going to make you, yeah. you know, dehydrate faster. And then people end up overlayering and then yep. sweating and then they get hyperthermic because they sweat. And now the bottom base layer that they had is soaked from the sweat, mm. you know, and, and there's so many things when it comes to that, especially if you're not used to it. I mean, I live in Washington. It's, you know, 10 months out of the year, it's the weather suck. That's why we want to move to Texas, but right. you know, it's, so where is it at in February? So it's in Pittsfield, Vermont. It's in the same spot, oh. summer and winter. So it's, it's yeah. going to be uh, cold and probably yeah. obviously snowing and blowing. So um, you know, I'm in the perfect place to train for it. It's flat and warm here, and it's going to be mountains and cold up there. So, uh, but but that, that's part of the intrigue of it, though, too, is that, that challenge. I still have to challenge myself, and and I enjoy learning new skills. You know, researching. You know, how do you stay warm? How do you you know combat that? And um, you know, and really and truly, what I've learned, and I've done some cold events, not to this magnitude, uh, but really, you want to start off cold because um, mm -hmm. once you get moving, your your body really does generate a lot of heat. Um, so if you can keep moving um so kind of my my strategy is light layers um keep yourself moving and you know and if you have a down down few minutes you know do some burpees do some jumping jacks just to kind of generate a little bit of body heat and to regulate it so um yeah, that body the, yeah and i think that's the you know kind of the fallacy here is folks layer up like you said they'll put on five six layers sweat and then once you start sweating, you're done. So yeah, you're done because now that base layer it doesn't matter how many layers you have on top of it. But once that base layer is soaked with sweat, you're 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 screwed. Yeah. So yeah. it's definitely you know it's a matter of making sure the layers, um, the feet, making sure you you know, um, covering your head, beanies, you know, yeah. beanies stuff yeah. to cover your head. Um, I know one of the ones for me um, when I've done colder events. You know, running. I did a couple of years ago. I did, and it wasn't the. I mean, death race is obviously worse than this. But I ran my age, um, and my birthday is actually December second. I ran my age, so I ran forty three miles on a track. Just kept running circles, and basically that was my birthday party. Like all my friends showed up. You want to, you want to have a, come see me for my birthday? And this was in twenty twenty during COVID. I'm like, you want to come see me for my birthday? I'm running this. I'm running forty three miles on this track. Come stop by. So we stopped and had cake while I was running. I mean, just kept running, and everyone showed up, but. I made sure I had, I think, eight or nine pairs of socks and like three pairs of shoes. So right. yeah. pop yeah. out because the second your feet get wet, you know, oh, yeah. start getting into, you know, the issues of trench foot. And if you've never heard of trench foot, trench foot, immersion foot, I mean, there's multiple names for it. Um, 
it's horrible. I mean, your feet get itchy, swelling, swelling, pain. It was, you know, from, they found it, you know, originally started talking about it and it was, it had happened before, but world war one from standing in the trenches, that's why it's called French, but right. it's another horrible one. I mean, when it comes to the cold, especially if it's going to be snow and all that kind of stuff. So, I mean, it's going to be definitely interesting because the death race is how, what basically you go till, you know, it, the you, last man drop, right? <laughs> um, you know, each year is different, yeah. you know, so that's, there's the, there's no real formula. And obviously they, they put a lot of time into planning it and mapping it out. So there is a script, um, that they do follow. Um, but each year is different, you know, sometimes it might be, Hey, we're going to go until two or left, or it might be, Hey, we'll go until five or left, or there's a certain time. Um, so, you know, anywhere from 48 to 72 hours, um, you know, you, I always plan for 72 and if it's less, that's awesome. So plan for 72 and then uh, maybe it's shorter. So I would definitely be up until you leave. I mean, if for me, I always tell you when an event like that, where you're going from one, a heat to cold or cold to hot, I mean, I would say, you know, get there a a couple of days ahead you know, I mean, really they say it's two weeks to acclimate, but I mean, I'm sure you don't have two weeks of vacation. Just be like, Oh yeah. I could spend two weeks up there, no problem. So I, I would say anybody that's even uh, on the fence, just go there and check out the area. Uh, it's just a great area. You know, great oh, people. Yeah. Uh, I mean, beautiful. I'm mean, just beautiful, great people. Um, so y- you won't be disappointed for sure. So, um, yeah, I'm going to try to get about 48 hours, I guess, there before um, just to kind of get a get the shock factor over. Um, try and do cold showers, you know, start start ramping up the cold showers. Some cold, uh, ice baths. Cold water immersion. So that's um, – you know, plan to try to acclimate. So, um, you know, they have beer coolers down here. Don't get that cold, you know, so that, that doesn't help too much. So. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely one of those things. I, like I said, I, it's always, I like some of the events like, you know, up here in Seattle, they used to have the, the Spartan, uh, super mm-hmm. in, um, April. And a lot of people hated it because they're like, you know, a quarter of the people that started, it would have to back out because of hyperthermia. Right. Right. It would get, you know, I mean, it's like low 40s pouring down rain. I mean, one year there's video of a guy one year swimming through the uh, uh, the the barbed wire because it was raining so hard that it actually like basically started a flood. And I mean, for me, everyone's like, this is a horrible idea. I'm like, no, this is amazing because now it's a whole new obstacle. You know, you would have times like there was one year my super time at the same place was longer than my beast time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yep. during the beast it was dry and i could just go yeah. but during the, you know the it was so muddy and so murky during the super it was just brutal but i mean we need those other challenges we need the heat we need the cold i mean we sure. need to push our bodies you know and that's one reason like i started doing triathlons is to push my body and getting into the cold water i have major issues with getting into cold water and it's like yeah well for the you know it's like you said it's way out of your comfort zone that's that that's why we should do it oh absolutely that's the yeah, that, that cold water is uh, it's never fun for sure. So um, I was at the, I think it was like 2019 North Carolina uh, Ultra. Um, I was there for that one. It was similar conditions, you know, 40, um, probably, you know, rained all day, wind was blowing. Um, and I just the number of folks that just were, were dropping, um, you know, and you had to keep moving to stay warm, you know, and that, that, that to me is probably your biggest factor. If you can move, you mm-hmm. know, and stay quasi dry, then, then you've got a chance. Um, but if you if you stop or get stuck and it, it is it becomes kind of a mental um you know more of a mental grind really than a physical because of course it's the same yep. you know I mean, you get some more mud you get some more water 
Um, distance is the same, but it's really a mental mental mindset and, and blocking that out at that point. So um, it is, and kind of kind of calluses the mind, and you kind of you have to have something to go back to and reference. So no, no. So it'll definitely be interesting. I would, uh, you know, I, I can't wait to see how it goes for you in the, the February and that ice cold. So, and then you said the uh, the Vermont one is in the same spot, but in July or end of June, June. Yeah, well, the, the summer will be there in the, uh, June. And so, um, you know, really even there that time of year, it'll, it'll get down to the 50s at night. So, you know, you have to, of course, you're sweating. So you're wet and mm. uh, you can get, you know, I've seen folks go, go hypothermic, you know, in 50 degrees, you know, and so, um, but it will be the same spot, um, you know, same reason for going up there. I mean, it's just a, it's just a great time, um, great people. And, you know, um, I know you, you kind of cast a wide net on your audience and, and just really encourage, um, you know, folks to give it a shot, sign up, um, you know, don't that fear of the unknown. I, I remember that was for me, man, well, what's this going to be like the logistics? What are they going to, you know, um, and don't let that hold you back. Just show up. That, that's really the hardest part of showing up. You know, and then once you get there, it's 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 moving heavy stuff. It's walking up hills. It's, you know, doing stuff that you're used to doing mm-hmm. on some level. But just, you know, signing up and showing up is probably the, the hardest part. It is on a lot of them. I, and I hear that all the time where people are like, oh, yeah, I'm going to do that someday. I'm going to do it someday. And I, I can remember, you know, um, especially when I was really into the volunteering for Spartan and I always had more races than I could use. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I get friends all the time. Oh, yeah, I'm going to do that one. You know, when I finally sign up, here's a free code. What's yeah. your excuse number two? Yeah. You know, yeah. you know, sign up and go, you know, and that that's the the cool. That's the hardest part is signing up, getting there, doing it. So so the winter you got to worry about, you know, like we said, you know, make sure you stay warm. Keep the, you know, worry about the trench foot. Keep your feet dry, you know, keep your body. Make sure you're not, you know, your hands, feet, you know, that you're not getting, you know, frostbite. Um, yeah, yeah. Those are all ones that people, you know, and like you said, even in the summer, you can still get hyperthermic and everything else. It's just hypothermia. It's just your body temperature dropping, you know, know, having being, you know, even 55 degrees, 60 degrees out and you're out there in the cold, you know, not wearing the right gear and it's a little rainy or, you know, or windy or anything. You Mm -hmm. definitely go hypothermic. Um, I've done a few races like that where it was, you know, during the day it was ultra hot. And then at night, all of a sudden the temperature would just straight down and you're like, Ooh. But oh, yeah. you know what you mean about suddenly being out there with nothing and then looking up and being like, wow, you know? Oh yeah. Yeah. I did. I did one. There's one up here that I do every June that I'll probably be doing about the same time you're doing the death race. It's not as bad, but it's a, a 24 hour, just running through the woods. Um, it's the 24 hour Sisu Pacific Northwest. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know. That's, that sounds worse. 24 hours running sounds worse. So yeah, and just <laughs> as many miles as you can get, you're just going yeah. for it. Um, but two years ago, I mean, it was, you know, 116 degrees and we're we're in Washington. We're not used to that. Sure. Sure. And all of a sudden at night it dropped down to like 50 and it's just like those huge extremes. But I can remember one of them, I went up one of the trails and it was called lookout. No idea why it was called lookout till I hit the top. And all of a sudden I got it, you know, but it's four in the morning, but the moon was so bright that, I mean, you could see everything. And it was like one of those things I'm in the middle of a race, but then I'm like, I've just got to sit down and take this in. Yeah, absolutely. And absolutely. just had to sit down for a minute and watch. And I'm like, this is amazing. Yeah. You know? yeah. And that, that kind of comes up, like we were talking about earlier. I, I think, you know, in my earlier days, I'm not going to stop and appreciate that, you know, but now, you know, I'm going to sit down and soak that in because ha- how many folks get to see that, 
you know, at that vantage point at that time and not many, you know, it really and truly is not many. And so it's, it's appreciating those times, you know, and soaking those in. Cause that, that's really what sticks with you. Um, you know, I, I've heard folks say, um, yeah, I can't remember who it was now, but you know, the value, what's the value of a death race finishing? It's $8. You know, the, you mm. get a little plastic skull that you can buy off Amazon. You know yeah. what I mean? It's, who cares? You mm. know, but the memories you take away from that, the relationships, the experiences, that that's really what sticks with me um and that's where i find the value in that that race or that event so yeah well it's like you know i, I was talking to someone one day about it and it's like you know especially with races kind of like spartan and some of those other ones and not to pick on spartan i love spartan but um it's the same metal so if i go do a race here it's the same metals i'm gonna get in texas it's the right. same metal i'm gonna get you know may they might change you know like for hawaii they would change the ribbon and mm -hmm. right. it's a hawaii ribbon but i mean which is cool i mean i love that but other than that i mean i could go downstairs look at the power you know ribbons i've got from this year and not tell you anything about that ribbon right but if you asked me about you know that race like hey what happened on this race in dallas and i could tell you a whole bunch of different you know memories that I have. So it's like, it's, right. you know, it stopped being about the medals a long time ago. It's about the memories. And it's, you know, that's one thing doing like the death race. I mean, those, those are going to be, you know, you could lose all those medals somehow. Mm -hmm. you know? Sure. But you, you know, no one's going to take those memories from you. Those are yours. Right. right. You know, and that's, those are achievements you've done and memories you've made. And I mean, it's just amazing. I mean, someday I want to do a death race. I was just talking to a guy the other day about doing Ultramans, which I never heard of. And now that I've heard of that, I'm like, that's just stupid. I think I want to do that. But yeah. Have you well, seen the yeah, Ultramans? I've heard of them, but I don't know much about them. So, but they, they do sound terrible. So. It's like an Iron Man, but on crack. I mean, okay. Okay. They, Take the Iron Man and like double it. So okay, I got you. I got you. <laughs> yeah, that that does sound terrible. So and then and I think it's even more than doubling it. I mean, it's like he was telling me it all, and it was like my brain was just broken. It like you know, swim for six miles. I'm like, I can barely swim yeah. a mile. You want me to do yeah. five I'm, more? Yeah. I, I do a mile and a half or so. A mile, I'd be yeah, I'd be I'd be sucking wind big time. So yeah. so and I mean, that's, yeah. Uh, no, I, I say if you want to give one a shot come on out this summer so i mean that, that'd be no time like the present so it's tempting it's tempting a lot of it really depends because if if my wife gets her way and we do what you know our plan and we end up moving it's going to make this year very you know sl sure. very very small on how many races i do but if we do yeah. move it means i'm closer to vermont so that's um, it that's and it. I, I do have a goal. I want to be able to do it, some kind of run a race of some sort, you know, whether it be an OCR or even just a small 5K. But I yeah. want to run a race in every single state. Okay, there you go. Oh, yeah. And I think I'm at eight, so I've got a few to go. You got a few to go. That's right. You still got, still got time, but yeah, just start checking them off one at a time. So. But I mean, a death race in Vermont would be, you know, a worthy one. So, <laughs> uh, yikes. Yikes, that would be fun. So do you got any other races or are you just pushing for those, those big ones? Uh, th those are the two that I've got on tap. Um, I did do um, world's toughest mudder uh, back in November. I'd never done, I'd done a tough mudder, but not world's toughest. So that was my first, uh, first How time. Was that? Into that. that was awesome. They, they put on a great event, uh, yeah. great community, just a, a good energy. And um, you know, it's just a 24 hour. That was five, I think it was a five mile loop, um, 20, plus obstacles that you had to do um and you know you just go as many times as you can and and um you know my goal was just to keep moving the whole time and so i think i ended up getting uh, i think it was 55 miles so it was a grand total um 
So, so not That's too, fun. not too shabby, I guess, for the first time out, I learned a lot, um, you know, looking back on it, I think, oh, I probably could have gotten, you know, probably, probably two more laps if I'd strategized a little bit better. Um, but, you know, just trying to learn the format of the event, uh, but man, great, great people. I mean, awesome, great event, great energy, um, just positive, you know, just like a lot of OCRs, you know, yeah. so, I saw someone hit a hundred. Yes. Yeah, I think it was, um, wow. I think it was the first female that hit a hundred yeah. in the history of the event. Um, so I'm sure she lapped me a couple times. So oh, probably. I mean, she, <laughs> she had so, a reason. See, I've done the, incredible. I've never done world's toughest. I want to, I've done infinite, which I did do infinite okay, this yeah. year, which is basically similar, but yeah, it's eight hours. So okay, gotcha, you gotcha. go for eight hours. Um, I didn't get as many as I wanted. Um, the, the person I was with got hurt like mm -hmm. on our second lap. So we gotcha. did 15K, the 5K, then he got hurt. So we basically decided because for infinite to earn, to like earn the medal, you just had to do 15 and five. And then we're like, well, at this point, you know, you can barely, he could barely walk. So we're like, hmm, let's just yeah. go mess around on the obstacles. So we just started like stopped doing laps and just started going from obstacle, whatever obstacle we wanted to play on was so we're like, whatever, we've there done the part we're supposed yeah. to, let's go play on the obstacles. <laughs> so yeah, so we stopped the running part and just were doing obstacles, trying to figure out, you know, how to do them better. And, you know, sure, sure. You know, hanging obstacles, doing them after you've dropped in the water two or three times to see how, you know, you're soaked and trying to do them. So, oh yeah. Yeah. That we was were, actually, um, actually that one was actually pretty good training because it was um i don't know it got um i mean you're wet the whole time you know i mean you're wet yeah, the whole time. you're wet the whole time on a tough motor and um, no I, was, I probably got down to probably mid to low 30s that night so i mean it was chilly so it, it was pretty that's good training yeah so it was you know just a mental thing to keep going and, and looking at the forecast that's kind of what i shifted my mind okay just just don't quit just keep moving the whole time you know and, and stay out there and don't don't do a lap and go to sleep for four hours and then you know um so um, so the goal is to stay on the course pretty much the whole time. Of course, I changed socks a couple of times, but there was no real downtime. So that was, um, so I was pretty, pretty happy with that, but, um, great event. I think they're going to be in Dallas next year. So, um, so I think I saw Texas that in your backyard. You never know. I'm so. thinking about it. I'm thinking about that would be amazing. So I think yeah. yeah, they said it's going to be the true great ranch, which is where they did the Dallas race. That's last right. Year. Not this year, but last year, Okay. So okay. a very flat that was one thing uh, the 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 ultra because that's where i did my ultra last year it was dallas and i did my ultra and it was flat and dusty course the entire <laughs> way through and then this year i was like i decided not to because of injury issues and some other things i'm like i'm just gonna do the beast in dallas not the ultra and then this year it would have been a much harder ultra because this the, the new location they had for dallas so it's not flat and not yeah it yeah. was a lot of uphill a lot more so you know and that's the fun part is different things you know and for me getting in the heat was the hard part for me because I'm more being from Washington and not used to heat. I'm more likely to get heat stroke. Sure. Sure. No doubt. Yeah. So it's always tough for me to try and, you know, fight that one and make sure, you know, that I'm hydrating enough that I have enough hydration with me, that I've got the right hydration that, you know, I'm not eating foods that are going to make me, you know, dehydrate faster or have, you know, stomach issues that might make me dehydrate faster, you know, making sure I'm fueling in a way that I'm used to fueling, you know, Right, right. Those are so much different. It's like when I made the mistake this year on the CSU, I ate food that I normally don't. Okay. Yeah. The race. Yeah. yeah. And, and all of a sudden it was like, you know, um, my stomach just suddenly, you know, was like, nope, you're done. And I'm right, like, right. Oh yeah. I'm done. Yeah. yeah I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> I'm when, the body, when the body goes, it goes fast. Yeah. It yeah. can. So, and it was just, yeah. And I know, and the, I'm thinking, and I'm like, what did I do different than last year? What did I do that was wrong? And I'm like, 
I, I normally don't eat that food. And it was a very, yeah, yeah. you know, it was, ba- it was basically it was cup of noodle, which I never eat. I don't eat okay. it. Yeah. yeah. All the sodium. So I don't eat a whole lot of salt, anything like that. So all that sodium, the second it hit my stomach, I'm like, Oh no, I'll be fine. It's just something really quick. I can grab it's right. really, it'll heat my body up a little bit. So it'll be good. No. I mean, it was like 20 minutes later. I'm like, okay, I'm going to go do another lap. And I got just enough out there where I'm like, Nope, we need to go back. We need to go back. I'm yeah. done. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but it was one of those two ways I knew um we I knew we had third locked in place. There was no way we could no one could catch us. And right, I right. by doing the math, I didn't think we could catch second anyway. But mm-hmm. it was just kind of like I just wanted to get a couple another lap because I wanted to hit, you know, um as many as possible. And it was just, yeah, my body's like, Nope, you're done. And I'm like, Yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. over. And I think that's the hardest part is when your mind and every other party is like, I can keep going. And then your body's like, No, no, you can't. Sure, sure. Oh, oh yeah. No, I, mean, <laughs> I mean, the mind, the mind does control the body to, to on a lot of things, but sometimes the body does just just take over and say, No, it this this is it. So yeah. and, and that's what it did to me this year. It was just one of those. It was, no, you're done. And it's like, yeah. I hate that. I'm, I've had a couple events now where that's happened, where it's just all of a sudden my body's just like, nope. And it was like when I tried for a 50 miler the first time, my hip gave out at like mile 42. Yeah. Yeah. And it was just like my hip's like, no, you're sure, done. Sure. You know? Yeah. And yeah. I think that's the hardest. And especially, I think, you know, looking like a death race and something like that, where I mean, there is no, I mean, you, you just keep going pretty much. If you stop, that's it. You're done. Right. Right. And oh, that would be a tough one. You know, I want to do it. It's like one in my brain and it's one of those ones that's tough for me because I don't like DNFing. I like, I know I can keep moving on everything. It's like I've DNF two Ironmans and both of them. I knew I could have kept going, but I missed the time hacks. Right, right. You no. Know? Um, yeah. And that drives me nuts even more because my body didn't give up. My body was ready to go, but I just wasn't fast enough. And I think that's sure. the part that would drive me nuts is like, you know, I know on a death race, not to sound bad, but odds are, you're not gonna, you know, you're sure, going sure. there to do it. But I mean, the odds are, I mean, because usually, you know, I mean, how many people usually start it? You know, you know, yeah, yeah. Each time it varies. You know, I think we had maybe, um, I want to say about thirty-five the last time. Uh, I could be misremembering. So, and you had three finish. You know, yeah. so I mean, the the percentages are not in your favor if you just no. play the odds. No. You know, uh, but that, that's part of the allure too. You know, just it is. Yeah, yeah. Look, there, there is. I mean, obviously, training is a huge part, but you do have to have the stars align a little bit, and you kind of have to have the ball bounce your way. Um, and so sometimes it does, and sometimes it doesn't. You know. And I think the hardest part would be you don't want to go in with the mindset of, oh, the the odds are not in my favor. It's most likely I'm not going to do this. Right. Because right. you know, but you you want to go into it saying, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna be one of those last three. They're gonna have to pull my dead body off this course. Sure. Right. sure it's still tough because you know, at some point, you know, they may be like, Nope, you know, you didn't finish this challenge in time or you didn't do this or you, whatever. And your, your days, your, your, your day's over. And it's like, well, sure. okay, sure. you know, yeah, it's, it's definitely a delicate balance. If you have to have the mindset, I'm going to finish this. Um, but also understanding that it can't, it can't ruin your world if yes. it doesn't happen, you know, and I, you know, my, my whole thing is, you know, your hobby shouldn't, you know, stress you out or ruin your life you know and so it shouldn't define who you are i mean it's it's what we it's not how we make a living it's it's what we do for fun and um trying to keep that perspective on it so i definitely that's one thing i was talking you know someone the other day about is uh like for me for um like i said i I did dnf two ironmans and i have the they give you you know dry bags and i call my failure i call my failure bags 
Yeah. Friends are like, that's a horrible thing to say. And I'm like, it depends on perspective. Because right. your perspective is I'm saying that as a negative and I'm not. I'm just saying this happened. It happens. I know right. what happened. What do I need to do to fix it? To me, it's a motivation. So it's always, you know, with stuff like that, it's a perspective of, you know, if I don't make it, is it going to ruin my world or is it just going to be like this happened? I went for it. I gave it my all. I did something that only, you know, out of the, the you know, millions and millions of people on this planet, only 35 people showed up. I was one of 35 that got to do this. Sure. And was I one of the last three standing? No, but I was one of the 35 that stood up to do it. Sure. Just, just being there and just having that experience. I mean, yeah. you know, and the ranges, you know, I, my perception, of course, the perception of death race, you know, is oh, everybody's out there's a hulking athlete and, you know, but that's really not it. You have a lot, you have a wide range of um, ages, physical abilities. Um, and, and so it's not, um, they're not all superstar athletes. You know, I mean, there are some, sure, you know, um, but there are a lot of weekend warriors, you know, and so, um, so it's not that the crowd is not as intimidating as you build up in your head, you know, so. And I would, and, and not to, I mean, once again, not to sound bad, but I would think that the, 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 the pro athletes would be the ones that are actually less to worry about because they're the ones in many cases, more likely to be like, well, you know, in some cases step out because they don't have that, you know, the mindset that sometimes, you know, more the, the weekend warriors do like, this is my shot. You know, right. a lot of times the pro athletes are going to be like, if I do something and hurt myself here, sure, that ruins sure. my shot for next weekend, you know? So it's kind of, sure. you know, for us, it's like, we're going to give her all. If we walk out of here without a leg, we went for it. Yeah. Right. Right. I mean, it's <laughs> sure. And, and, and you'll have some show up and do it obviously. And then, but the, a lot of it's just the, the, um, you know, if, if you do it to how you make your living, I guess you're used to knowing what's coming. You know, you yep. get the course map, you get the obstacles, you know, the obstacles, you know, on this, you, you don't know what you're going to do. No. You know, I mean, it's, you don't know what you're going to do, how long you're going to do it. And, um, and I, I kind of enjoy that aspect of it now, you know, and, and that's, that is a draw of it. So, um, and I could see that I, I, I've done a couple of races like that where I don't know. I'm, I'm horrible. My wife laughs, laughs at me because we'll go to do and I'll do an event. I'll sign up for it. My friends will be like, Hey, let's do this. And I'm like, cool. Sounds great. And then we'll be on the way to the event. And she's like, so what is this event? I don't know. <laughs> right. 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 <laughs> she's like, yeah. what do you mean? Yeah. You don't know. And I'm like, I just want to be surprised. I want to see what happens. It's right. like when I did Sisu the first time, literally I was reading the directions on the way there. Sure. Sure. Yeah, like you didn't read it. I just read the, the the gear. I made sure I had the gear I'm supposed to have. I didn't read what it was. I didn't know what was going on. You know, right. I'll figure it out when I get there. I know it's supposed to be three of us on a team and we do something, whatever. That's it. Yeah, we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll do it live, you know, so. <laughs> I love I love events. And that's why I'm like, why I'm surprised that I've never really gone for the death race. But I think part of it too is I'm not, I've done the hurricane heats and I wasn't a huge fan of the hurricane heats. They were fun, but it's like, hey. Mm -hmm. You know, so, but I do like that when you show up and you don't know what it is. It's something different every time. Right. You know, it's something insane where you just show up and like, hey, do, you know, go lift that heavy, move that log. Why? Because it's there. So, you know, the, when you're doing the, the race, the, the tasks, um, you know, at, at some point you don't see the point in the task. You're like, why are we doing this? You know, um, and then as the race evolves and progresses, you, you see, you see why they had you doing stuff. 
and it is there is some some element of maintaining that that property or that land or might be a community service project in the community but there is there is a purpose behind it at that time it doesn't feel like it. it's like oh man this is just busy work just to beat you down um it, it is physical um but usually there is a, a purpose behind it and you may not know what it is um and so it's it's kind of shutting your brain off to just keep doing it and so that that is a part of it so um i, I do enjoy that aspect of it well, I think that would be kind of one of those things too. You almost have to shut your brain off so you don't drive yourself nuts trying to figure out why in the hell are we doing this? Right, right. You know, where it's right. just like, we're doing this because Joe told us to. Right, right, right. <laughs> and you might find out later, like, hey, we did all this to clear an area for a garden that for, you know, for some community thing. Oh, well, sure, I mean, yeah, sure. Yeah, you never know. You never, you know. never know what it's going to be. And you're like, oh, well, that's amazing. That's awesome. We did this amazing thing that we had no idea we were doing, you know? Right, right. So, so that, that's that is a plan for for 2023 so um you know i hope to see you out there in the summer i'm hoping i'm gonna get out there i'm thinking about it it's one of those it's like i said it's a tough one because you know with everything going on i know the only race i'm guaranteed right now next year is the sisu because my wife's like you can fly home you can fly back sure, to seattle sure. for that Right. No. That's a big one. That is a big one. That is a big one. That's that's a big one. And then at some point I'm going to do an Ironman. I don't know where. And of course, I'll be doing multiple Spartans along the way. I've been looking in Texas and like all around there going, oh, look at all these Spartans I can do. It's not like Washington where we get them one weekend a year. Right, right, right. <laughs> I can go all over the place and do all these races and all that. So it's going to be it's going to be great. You know, I need to, to get back into the working out. I've started running again every day and doing everything and getting pushing so yeah i'm definitely gonna look into that death race in july that's uh, there you go well uh, yeah, let me hit, hit me up and we'll uh we'll coordinate it so sounds good well it's been good talking to you um i, I appreciate it we may have to bring you back on and you know after february's death race and you know make sure you still have all your fingers and toes and you didn't lose any to frostbite so that's right yeah we'll, we'll see how it goes hopefully uh i plan on surviving it so but yeah i'm always uh up coming and, and chatting with you i always enjoy it it's always a good time it is it's a great time so well it's been good talking to you and uh yeah we'll talk again real soon all right i appreciate it thank you all right thank you all right bye thanks for listening to the BeastNet podcast if you haven't done it yet find us on facebook like and share the podcast give us a review on itunes or spotify all these things will help to expand the show in the future. Don't forget to subscribe and let us know what you think and what you'd like to hear. Yeah.